Speaking the truth to the state capitol, this is Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. All right, Monday, Lincoln, Lancaster County, June 6th, 2022. I'm Jack Riggins, the host of Drive Time Lincoln most days. Johnny Cadillac is producing the show. And uh, it's Monday. We made it through the weekend. D-Day anniversary. Um, sometimes it feels, even for me, a veteran, that uh, there's a lot of holidays. Probably could spend every day at some point if you're a veteran talking about military stuff. But needless to say, I'll keep it short. Uh, brave. I, I don't even know what to say. Just brave beyond a shadow of a doubt. Can't imagine. Um, generation that did that. Um was a part of uh, a great group of uh, Western-thinking folks in the United States of America a long time ago. And I would agree that uh, we've lost some of our luster to a degree, maybe currently, but uh, we can be that country again, and I hope we will. I know I talk on the radio quite a bit about issues that I would like to see us collectively as a society work together uh, both in Lincoln and Lancaster County, uh, so that we can be part of that. I just don't happen to think we're necessarily tracking in that right right now. But uh, brave, amazing, and I think a good majority of us Americans and people here in Lincoln and Lancaster County, Nebraskans, understand um, it all kind of comes, this freedom experiment, um, from the men and women uh, that have gone f- before us and, and served and continue to do so. I mean, I these days, like I said, I include first responders and everybody in that. I want to thank uh, Doug Fitzgerald um, for stepping in Friday, and I, Caleb Henry. Um, like I say, Doug always does a phenomenal job, and I I enjoy his style. I enjoy his style better than my own style, so uh, <laughs> take that for what it's worth. Doug will actually be back uh, Wednesday through Friday. The commander's going to step away, take a little vacation uh, for the late end of the week. Um, so Doug will be in Wednesday through Friday. So we probably should open up the call lines here on a Monday just because I won't be around. So if you do want to call in, uh, the Rick Stein Recognition Hotline is open, 402-479-1400. Uh, interesting enough, uh, Johnny was listening to the morning crew, LNK Today with Jack and Friends. I heard a little clip that uh, I, Caleb, is throwing out a uh, pitch at uh, Salt Dogs game. Is that right, Johnny, uh, this weekend? Yeah, this Saturday he'll be throwing out the first pitch for KLIN night at the Salt Dogs. There you go, KLIN night at the Salt Dogs game this weekend. I, Caleb, throwing out the first pitch, and they were discussing, dis- discussing different pitches and um, I have to say, I was getting a little nervous here. I was like, oh, God, thank God. Like, I'm glad Caleb's going out and doing that. <laughs> uh, folks, you're never going to catch me doing that. Uh, I I would be uh, kind of like Ricky Vaughn in Major League. There's no doubt I'd try to throw a heater, and I'd miss bad and hurt somebody in the crowd. <laughs> if they ever ask you, you could uh, you could politely decline and say, but my producer will do it instead. I'm not going to throw a good pitch, but I will gladly go down there at least. So. Yeah, but can you throw a heater? I mean, you've got to wind up and throw a heater because you, you can't represent the show unless you're going to throw, you know, oh, fair enough, eighty plus miles an hour, maybe touching. No, I don't think I could even do that. But eighty plus but we're going to try. I mean, you have oh, to. Man. Your arm would have to be thrown out, ice it up. Um, yeah. 
and it just it'd be like a Russian missile gone astray. Just <laughs> wherever it goes, it goes. And then just be prepared to have it in a sling the next few days. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> anyway, good luck to Caleb, without a doubt. And uh, go down there, folks. I think think that'd be a good time. Uh, one of the, <laughs> a lot of emails. Appreciate the emails about uh, topics and the blog. If you haven't read it, uh, part two of Politics is War by Another Means. You can read my blog at KLAN.com on the drive time Lincoln page where all the podcasts are out. There's two of them out there. The first one, I kind of explain uh, my background a little more and kind of the way I <clears throat> look at information and data and process it just, you know, again, from who I am as a human being, my experience. And then, you know, as I try to turn it into shows that are hopefully entertaining, but I actually really enjoyed part two and what's interesting is is it kind of uh, clearly the first two are about nebraska politics and in part two we talk about what i've observed of the lincoln republican party over the last year and obviously we talk a lot about that on the exploratory committee for mayor because it's important but a lot like i said a lot of emails on that johnny what day we on by the way i would i just turned my mic on preparing to tell you that today's day 43 day 43 so and and actually it is humbling folks because a lot of you i've met on the street and i i do appreciate the fact that you come up and um engage with me and and talk uh I've, i've had a couple people cry and that's really humbling um it's also sad though and i'll tell you why because it's sad that we've gotten to a state you know, whether it's extreme left people are feeling or even extreme right that we're getting emotional. Um, and I'm not discounting those feelings. It's very humbling. Um, but I think that also shows that politics is even here in Lincoln and Lancaster County. It, it, it's really kind of messed up right now. And, you know, our elected officials of which, you know, in my case, I do the exploratory for mayor. Um, Gosh, you don't you don't want politics to drive sane normal people into, you know, emotional wreckage and and again, I know we all have our uh feelings and uh and and our thoughts, but I mean, we've got to do better, right? And anyway, in this part 2 blog, if you haven't read it, I'll just summarize real quick and again, love to hear feedback. I put it out on social Twitter and uh, Facebook, and then again, you can get it right off of com. But uh, listen, I just, it's really simple. I think there's a problem in the Republican apparatus here in the county. Um, and I'm one of them, right? Uh, meaning I'm a conservative. I, I own it. Um, I'm new to it. Um, I've been watching for a year in the show. I've been investigating. Um, and to me, there's really kind of three wings to that here, right? I call it traditional and legacy conservatives. Uh, this is the vast majority of conservatives in Lincoln and Lancaster County. I mean, people that trust the process and trust their elected officials to represent conservative values. They care deeply about conservative values. And so this is the base, right? This is the base of voters, small business owners, people that you know are raising their kids or have raised their kids, you know, with ethics and morals that align with, you know, traditional American values, right? They 
they appreciate the Constitution and they appreciate the, the, the mistakes America's made and they work to change them individually, right? But they, they outsource, you know, by voting. Um, they're elected officials to run the party and to, to represent them, right? And, and, you know, I think the dynamic's pretty new. Um, well, meaning in politics, you know, over the last five, six years that that group definitely in Republican circles, you know, has a lot of, Trumpers and has a lot of never Trumpers. And I thought that that was an interesting dynamic inside of Nebraska here in Lancaster County. Um, and, you know, d- deeply Christian for the most part. The the second and really the most powerful class, though, is what I call a deep traditional political power class. And I suspect I, I've talked to some senior level um, party officials, if you will, and political officials. And I, I don't think anybody doesn't understand there's factions within all political parties. Um, But at the same time, I I would say that everybody warns when you get to where there's a deep political or power class on either side, meaning, you know, whether it be through money or experience or uh, family passed down, they become a controlling enterprise for all in this case of conservatives in Lincoln and Lancaster County. And we definitely have that dynamic in this County and in this city. And you can hear all kinds of nicknames for those type people, but a lot of them are very public people. A lot of, you know, I, I kept names out of this because I suspect everybody can clearly identify, you know, kind of where you're at in the camp. Um, and they were the historic stewards of the base, you know, of the traditional conservative base. And unfortunately, again, much like our police force slowly declining, um, the rise of um, left liberal extreme policies, you know, happen on their watch. And um, and that's just a fact. Now, they also represent a very awesome group of people that have experience and know-how in kind of the political games. And so, um, you know, can be very valued going forward. Right. And then the, the newest group, and I don't really think it's confused with quote unquote Trumpism is I call it. We, the people, America first conservatives. And I know that's a tagline that Donald Trump is using too, but you know, these definitely are people that have brought and gotten excited, probably or re excited about politics, because of Donald Trump's presidency, and I don't think that's a bad thing on the conservative side, um, they don't necessarily understand the political games or the mechanisms yet, but they're highly passionate and, you know, all about new ideas and strategies, you know, to bring conservative back ideals back to Lincoln and Lancaster County. And, you know, currently, I would say, you know, elements of all three represent the actual. Lancaster County Republican Party um, and the We the People America First are absolutely kind of the newest players to the game. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, They are at this point in time, you know, in elected power and they believe in and live the values. And so really with those three entities, the, the biggest thing is that the deep traditional political power class and the uh, we the people America first conservatives 
aren't necessarily getting along. And, you know, and I, I don't understand that. That's another reason I'm just talking about it on the air, right? So more conservatives understand it and can help bridge it. Why? Because I believe that for the greater good of conservatives and all people in Lincoln and Lancaster County, as I've said before, getting Lincoln to a balanced electorate, I think, is good. Because we're unbalanced. We're very left and liberal right now. And so my point is, that is a problem. And the solution is that we've got to get past that and work together moving forward. And, um, you know, maybe some of that is informed by... You know, me thinking about mayor, but that's just inform. It's also just me as a citizen of Lincoln saying, hey, it's nice when things are a little more balanced and they're not currently right. And that affects, you know, our crime rate that affects our policies that affects whether we go all in on clean energy or all in on, uh, you know, welcoming belonging or we ease into it. So check that out. Check that blog out at. uh KLIN.com, politics is war by another means on the Drive Time Lincoln page. Let's go to Richard on line one. How you doing, Richard? Well, Commander, I'm doing real well, and I would be interested in your comments. Uh, I heard you describe how a SEAL team functions, how you rehearse missions, and, uh, uh, you know, I got into this a little bit because even though I was in a specialty uh, branch of the Army, we learn basic tactics. We learn squad tactics, platoon tactics. Yeah, small unit tactics, I'm sure. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it comes to light that the commander on the scene at Uvalde School did not have a portable radio and was not in touch with the police headquarters during this whole incident. And to me, that would be a fundamental breakdown in procedure, and it would really hamper uh uh, accomplishing the mission, and I'd be interested in your thoughts. Yeah, good thoughts. Uh, I'll comment. Appreciate the call, Richard. Uh, well, I mean, if you yes, so there's no ifs, ands, and buts about it. Um, meaning, the on-scene commander should have communications, however it may be, you know, secure radio, radio, cell phone radio. Uh, with headquarters, uh, because oftentimes, and although I'm not a police expert, I, I would still guess that the on-scene commander, much like us in the military, you know, he is kind of responsible for, you know, up and across, meaning, you know, peer-to-peer communication up or across if required, you know, coordinating and also up, right, to senior commanders and whatever he may need, you know, logistics he or she may need, if you will. So I always think about it as up and across. Um, and certainly down, we would say, is is to the men in the fight, men and women in the fight. Um, you would hope that the on-scene commander at least had commu- good communications, and I'm sure he did, with the officers, you know, that were both inside the building, you know, on the perimeter and on the scene. And and I'm going to say, even if you have to send runners, you know, it, it can get done. Um, but I would think that it's a it's it's a procedural, technical, tactical mistake to not have communications with higher headquarters or adjacent units, um, whether that be, you know, fire and rescue 
um, whether that be, uh, you know, I don't know, the electrical power company, who knows, right? Um, and I'll go back to what I said a lot last week when I discussed kind of the different ways of doing some of these things. And again, everybody does it. You have to train on the worst case scenario and you have to train on the most likely case scenario, right? So we used to call it the enemy's most dangerous course of action and the enemy's most likely course of action. And you have to train and run scenario training that's as real as you can make it. In the case, it would require schools and the people there. It probably would filter down to the kids doing their part and then the first responders. And you run those scenarios, right, so that you find loopholes in your own plans and your own security. Right. That may lead to, hey, we could slow somebody down if we had metal detectors at the door. Hey, that could mean, you know, we need sets of keys easily accessible so that we can open doors. That could lead to, oh, man, we don't have enough radios to respond to an event like this so that everybody can be in communication. So it's a good point, Richard. 1499 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL. With Commander Jack Riggins on 1499.3 KLIN. All right, we're back here. Real short segment. Uh, we've kind of got an open call line going on right now, which is fine because it's a short week for me. Doug Fitzgerald will be in Wednesday through Friday. So let's go to Gary online, too. Gary, how's it going? Ah, it's going great. How are you? Good. Good. Hey, I'm calling on what you were talking about, the Lancaster County GOP. First, I just want to say I put my money, I put put my words into action in my feet. I'm sitting right now getting ready to walk a district for one of the commissioners running for office. I am, however, no longer donating to the Lancaster County GOP for this reason. Um, They they just haven't been winning. I mean, they haven't been doing any of the solution-minded things I think that need to be done in order to win some of these races. So that's just one thing I would say. For example, the platform they're requiring... um, candidates to sign right now is pretty exclusionary. I look at a lot of the marketing they do. For example, I live with the Democrat, so I'm seeing all the Democrat marketing that's coming for the election, and I'm a Republican. I'm getting all the Republicans. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. looking at it going, I'm going to vote Republican no matter what, but I look at the Democrat stuff and going, man, here's solutions, here's forward things they're going to do. I look at the Republican go, it's just hate, 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 this person's going to do that, they're terrible, blah, 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 but nothing really about what is that person going to do mm-hmm. and how are they going to do it. Yeah, it's so a great I, observation. Yep, Lincoln right now is like the government and the county government is like the Titanic sitting in the Pawnee Lake. It needs to be completely turned around, and for the past 40 years, LCGOP hasn't been getting it done. It's kind of sad. Yeah, I, I agree. It is sad. Thank you for the call, Gary. Yep. Um. Yeah, I mean, all I can say to that is I know there's new leadership there. It's only, I don't even think it's been in um, in existence for a year. Um, and I think they are getting better. But there, there's a rift, no doubt about it. And Gary's right. I mean, it's it has failed conservatives over a long period of time. And I think that's why you have new people engaged now. And they're got, they've got to figure it out. 1,499.3 KLI. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. 
And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Before Shopify, were you wondering, where my sales at? Now you're selling with Shopify, the global commerce platform supercharging your selling. You have no problem selling online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Gary, easy on the cha-ching. <clears throat> oh, sorry, but my Shopify sales are through the roof. Start selling with Shopify today and discover how millions of businesses around the world use Shopify to ignite their selling. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. Shopify.com slash listen. And Drive Time Lincoln with the commander, Jack Riggins, on the voice of Lincoln, 1499.3 KLIN. Monday, June 6th, second segment, uh, firing off, uh, been talking about a lot, local politics, local GOP, really. Um, let me remind you about Keys to the City today. The business is uh, Country Slice Tam. The key word is Meridian. It's K-L-I-N, Keys to the City, brought to you by Lincoln Mattress and Furniture. Um, hey, let's go to Mike on line two, um, calling with regard to Doug Fitzgerald's show with the Pregnancy Center on Friday. Welcome, Mike. Hey, how you doing, Commander? How you doing? Good, good. Good. Hey, uh, so I was listening to your show. You were out, but you know you had your you had your guest uh, host there, and they weren't taking calls on that particular segment. But <clears throat> I just wanted to express my thanks personally um, for the Pregnancy Center and what they do. Um, there was a point where uh, we had some bad luck and some good luck. Uh, good luck was uh, my wife and I uh, became pregnant. Bad news was uh, she had just lost her job. We lost our insurance, and we had some other some other financial problems in there as well. And we didn't really know where to go because we had lost our insurance. And we ended up we ended up at the pregnancy center, and they were just the kindest folks you could you could meet. I mean, we only, you know, I, I, I got a, I got a different insurance company. I think I went, I just got with the, uh, affordable care act or Obamacare or whatever we call it. But yeah, I, I don't know what we, we call up, it these days either. I don't know what we call it. Whatever. You know what it is. It's yeah. The, but the pregnancy center was good to you. Stuff. They were, they were some of the nicest people I've ever met and they knew, they knew that we were in a pinch and worried about money and worried about insurance and figuring out where to go and. They just, uh, they were just fantastic people. And we only went there, I think, twice for, for her first couple of checkups. And then we got things squared away and we were, we were back in business. But, you know, for folks that are maybe facing even harder troubles than we were or scared or nervous or don't know where to turn, um, I can't recommend them enough. I mean, if, if that's where, if that's where you're going to go, they're, they're, like I said, wonderful people, very, very compassionate. Um, yeah, awesome. And so now, and, and so, and, you know, it's, it's not even just the services they provide. Like, you know, they have, uh, shoot, if you can't afford clothing, if you can't afford a crib, if you can't afford, you know, certain, certain items, they just have tons of stuff that you can just, you know, you come in and they, and they provide it for free. That's where all of our donations go now. Yeah. Um, because I, I, I remain very, very thankful, uh, that they helped us when we needed help the most. and. I tried to get on the show, but you know, like I said, they they weren't taking calls. 
But, well, uh, you know, Doug might have been busy, and, you know, I pretty much uh, open the call lines every day. But seriously, no, I appreciate you, um, you know, taking the time to call in and obviously testimonial to the Pregnancy Center, and uh, I wish you the best. That that was great. Thank you for taking the time. Oh, my, my pleasure, man. Well, we'll talk to you soon. All right, thanks. Yeah, shout-out to the Pregnancy Center. Doug, I hope you're listening. Um, if you're not, we'll uh, give you a shout-out um, because uh, you always have great interviews, and uh, it's it's cool to hear uh, good testimonials, no doubt about it. Uh, before we get to Johnny, uh, to Gary's thing, I mean, I I have nothing of what Gary said about the GOP. Clearly, I, I wrote that there's factions, and that leads to problems, and the future is about uniting and coming together, and I think he's right. I've watched... Uh, I think he's right about media. I was sad to hear he's not donating uh, because I know that whether you like it or not, politics does require some bullets. That's why I kind of title it politics is war by another means and bullets is usually funds, donations. And uh, and what I do know is um, there is more of a surge uh, within the local county party than there has been in a long time. Um why do I know that? It's pretty simple. I mean, historic delegate uh, convention, and I mean historical on the state's level, maybe to never be beat again unless it's beat here in Lancaster County again. So uh, that's called turnout. And also, you know, in this last primary, uh, historical turnout just in the county from the Republican side. So there is traction there, and that leadership group um, has only been, it, I don't, it hasn't been a year yet, and it, I think it takes time. So my thought to Gary or anybody in the conservative movement would be to reach out to the LCRP and their leaders and get to know um, what they're doing and also know that, like anything, it's built uh, here in America on a constitution in that platform, and uh, you get a vote on this stuff. So if you want to get active in local politics and you're a conservative, the LCRP is the place to go. To Gary's point on media, I think he's right. Listen, I... I hate to use the analogy, but to me, Democrats in Lancaster County are like the Death Star. They're a giant machine that has lots of depth, lights of great messaging, all in sync, lockstep like stormtroopers. And conservatives are like the Rebel Alliance. They're just running around in different clothes, different ships, you know, shooting their laser blasters every other way. And it's just not quite synchronized. And some of that has led to uh, where we're at today. Um, and part of that is in, you know, media and putting it out. Democrats are well-oiled machine working as good as I think a democratic political machine could work here in Lancaster County. Um, and yes, conservatives have, there have been a lot of negative ads. Um, and sometimes I think, you know, what's even confusing back to my blog is that, yeah, I mean, the political power class is still powerful. And they also have candidates and run candidates by themselves outside of the actual Republican Party. And so it's difficult for me to say, where are those ads coming from? Are they actually coming from the party or are they coming from a political class that is Republican that's running candidates as well? You and I are just going to see that as a Republican candidate. And bottom line is, and I'll keep saying it, right? Come together so that there is, you know, a team, one voice moving forward, you know, fighting that Democratic Death Star if you believe in conservative values. So I would give them another chance, Gary. Um, but I hear you, man. I hear you. 
And that's no different. I mean, listen, I I know for a fact, even the state party gets involved in this, and I'm going to write about state politics and what I know um, in my next blog. But, you know, even with the special election, I mean, there's huge friction between state party and Lancaster County Republican right now, as we speak, for Mike Flood. You know, and maybe I'll go into that more in the blog, but I mean, that's unhealthy is what it is. All right, Johnny's been waiting a long time. I don't know. He's fired up. Johnny, welcome to Drive Time Lincoln. Are we debating or something? I I don't think so. Oh, okay. Democrat. Well, my producer said you were fired up and we're going to oh. start punching each other. I'm like, no, oh. I don't do that with Johnny. Oh, oh, Democratic Death Star? What? what is it? <laughs> well, that's a compliment. That's a well-oiled machine is what I get. It's a huge compliment from oh, me. okay. Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, no, I was just calling out. I mean, do you not agree Democrats are kicking butt in Lincoln and Lancaster County? I I think we could be doing better. I, I'm honestly starting to wonder if uh, Republicans are right about the uh, electoral, uh, or sorry, the uh, the election commission office. There might be some voter fraud going on because I think, you know, Nebraska should be completely blue right now. Well, um, I love the fact you're passionate. And I did notice even with national Democrats are starting to now, you know, flip the script and say, hey, there's something wrong with the elections. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. I, but uh, I guess where I'm going with this is, is if you listen to your, your last, uh, the caller before the last one, he was talking about the hate and, uh, you know, getting out there and getting more people to. I, I, oh, he was talking for, about negative ads from the Republicans? Right, right, right. And, you know, yeah, you're not going to see too much of that on on the left, I don't think. I, I don't think too many people attack each other on the left. But, uh, yeah, you know, I used to I used to be a Republican. But the thing is, is I, I don't really see I don't really see a, the left as being radical. So because to me, you know, when you break it down, you look at education, you look at health care, you look at housing. Uh, you know, you look at the environment, you know, clean water and climate change and all that stuff. Well, you don't think you don't think locally, though, not enforcing a curfew and siding with uh, the rioters and not prosecuting and all of that isn't a little radical. I don't think that they were siding with the uh, if, you're, if you're talking about the, the rioters. Well, OK, or, what uh, were they doing? Keeping the peace? I mean, what's the positive out of that? Uh, for the positive for Republicans is you're not going to you're not going to wind up with extreme radicals just because they. You know, they got off with a little, uh, oh, I don't know, whatever that, that from the, the uh, pass from the mayor, right? The, uh, you know, they got their, their, they don't have to go to court for it or whatever. Yeah, yeah I would say uh, re- Republicans aren't very happy with that. It- well, yeah, no, they're not. But but the good thing is, is those people didn't go to jail. If they, had they would gone to jail, uh, the state would be even more blue. If you think, just think about it. Someone comes home from jail. Hey, yeah, I just got out of jail because I went to this protest. You know, if these Republicans are locking us up, you know, so they'd be and, radicalized in jail to the le- oh, to the left. Oh, oh, you know, this state would be far more blue if those people would have got locked up. I kind of look at the January 6th thing and think the same thing. You know, like a lot of these uh, right wing people, you know, they're going to get locked up and they're going to when they get out, they're going to, you know, go on Fox News and you know tell their story. They're going to be more red. Yeah, probably. They're going to try to spread their message and it's going to come across to people who, you know. Whatever. I mean, you know, yeah. they reach out to people. But uh, you know, the thing with the police, though, I mean, you got to look at you got to look at the inside situation here at Lincoln, right? The former police chief, you know, he left, he bailed out because you know there was stuff going on with the uh, with the uh, sexual harassment and all that junk with everybody in the department. You don't think and he bailed think- out for some of the stuff with the riots and he felt think, unsupported think, by the mayor? I think that was what do you call it, a scapegoat. He was kind of just 
Oh, well, the mayor won't let me do my job, so I got to get out of here. <laughs> well, wouldn't you feel pretty bad, though, if you couldn't do your job, if you took an oath to, you know, support law and order and you I, weren't able to I do it? I don't think it was his job to, I don't think it was their job to shoot rubber bullets at uh, peaceful protesters. That's just. Well, how can you say they're peaceful, though, Johnny? There was like a, over $10 million of damage to property. And there was a handful of people that were probably responsible. Well, for that. that's not peaceful, though, right? I mean, even if there's a handful, that's breaking the law. Would you concur? I would say, yeah, and you look at January 6th, same thing, right? Well, January 6th, I'm talking Lincoln-Lancaster County right now. I mean, it, they're two separate situations. You're trying to say they're the same. They're not. But, well, okay. Well, this situation... And, pe- and, and are people being arrested because of January 6th? Yeah. Yes. I believe so. They're being prosecuted. But right? not here in Lincoln. It's not like anybody invaded the Capitol with zip ties and was threatening to hang a political, you know, was threatening to hang. Well, nobody did hang a political leader and nobody uh, did, you know, zip tie anybody up to my knowledge. All I was trying to say is, is I don't really feel that the left is that radical. I mean, when you look at it, they're, they're offering more solutions than the right. I mean, I don't know what you're, I don't know what, I don't know what, I don't know if they're offering more solutions. I just simply think the right hasn't come out and voted in a while in Lancaster County. Okay. But, you know, anyway, good call, Johnny. Appreciate it. Thanks for staying on the air. Johnny, always thoughtful, willing, willing to go there. I appreciate that. I like it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good thoughts. I mean, hey, it's a fact. I don't know how the left's doing it, but the left is, Got power in Lincoln, Lancaster County, and they've got a lot of it in elected positions. Um, so clearly they're getting out and voting. Clearly the solutions they are offering are resonating with people at least to go out and vote. And I'm not going to completely judge it until I see, you know, conservatives out there voting. And so far, the Lancaster County Republican Party, even with the fractured nature of conservatives, um, in less than one year, has gotten historic numbers out there, and we'll see if that follows through. Um, it'll be interesting. Oh, well, you know, um, before I have every man Dan on, uh, he's going to talk about D-Day, I know. Um like to see that uh, Governor Ricketts is joining uh, a governor's challenge of preventing suicide. Um, I do think that veterans, we get an unfair... Um, kind of window about suicide with veterans when in fact suicide affects a lot of people (laughs) not just veterans but if if veterans are the ones we've got to look to so it raises awareness i'm all for it and it is true there is a lot of suicide in the veteran community um in 2020 we had 50 veterans here in nebraska and then you know um, I think 37 is the count now. So he's taking a challenge with 35 other states uh, to begin looking at it. His quote, pull the team together, plan our strategy, figure out what are those action steps and how are we going to measure success? Um, yeah, L- listen, uh, COVID spiked the mental health. We all know it. I mean, suicides are up nationwide. Um, and it's just, I mean, I think it's a it's something we all need to focus on, not only in the veteran community, but um in society, plain and simple. Um, there's just too many going on. Um, crisis hotline, if you need it, 1-800-273-TALK. All right, let's go to Everyman Dan. Everyman Dan, welcome back to Drive Time Lincoln. Hey, thanks, Commander. I hope you're having a good day. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, I wanted to uh, talk about uh, D-Day, but uh, this uh, conversation you're having on the radio is too uh, interesting for me to stay out of. Um, and i got to disavow any connection with our previous caller. I, I, everything he said, I disagree with. <laughs> uh, totally, totally bad analysis of what happened in 2020 and what's happening in the city. Um, and, and But I do agree with you and I, I with your uh, idea of the three different uh, faces of the Republican Party here in town, and I hope that they come together for a big win um, because there's some critical races like uh, the Condon uh, race for um, attorney, uh, county attorney. Uh, that's going to be bad. I mean, the, if you were wondering what uh, life would look like without police, like we saw in 2020 under uh, Baird, the mayor, uh, think about the war on police that would come raining down from above if the attorney... Yeah, I, so I eventually I'm going to get to highlighting that, because I agree with you. I think that's the most yeah. important race uh, coming up oh, is yeah. for county attorney. Yeah, so I hope those three those three facets of the Republican Party in town can at least focus on come together on that race and all work together in good faith. Because don't you think, real quick, I don't mean to interrupt you, but don't you think it will be interesting to see how many Republicans turn out for the special election, knowing that we just had an historic amount for the primary? You would think that would carry over, but I'm not so sure, based on the tea leaves I'm reading, that that's going to carry over in this particular county. Well, I, I, I mean, uh, do we have an exciting candidate to vote for? That's one of the questions that voters look for. Yeah. So um, that's going to be a big one. I mean, I, I need to see somebody who's actually going to fight. And uh, um, and, I, and oh, there's another caller you had about uh, negative ads that re- Democrats don't do. Negative ads, they do tons. I, I used to get a lot of Democrats mailing. Anyway, I wanted to mention uh, D-Day. Man, those guys were um, amazing. I, I had the privilege to meet many uh, veterans of World War II, and I met a uh, commando that uh, flew a glider in on D-Day. Wow. And these guys were, um, they were just like you and me, but they had focus. And, and anybody listening, any young people listening, you have that focus. You can do that like the greatest generation did. And I don't mean just go to war, but I mean serve, serve people, serve humanity, serve your fellow man. And you can really turn the world around. And I, I just want to do uh, commend you. Thank yeah, you great, you. great message, great message. Thanks, Dan. Um, yeah, D Day. I don't know, brave. I spent many a nights myself where I thought the world was not too cool, and I would just think of those guys and go, I don't have a bad at all in my service to the country. Um, let's hope we never need anything like that again. But let's recognize. The peace of America exceptionalism and the men and women that served in World War II and took on an impossible task um, on D-Day to land in Normandy and other places to basically, you know, end German occupation of Europe. 14993 KLIN. You're getting the 411 from DTL with Commander Jack Riggins on 14993 KLIN. Appreciate all the calls today on Monday, June 6th. Um, like I said, looking ahead, I will be out Wednesday through Friday. Uh, Doug Fitzgerald will be back in. I'm sure he'll have a great lineup. Tomorrow we'll have uh, Twitter Tuesday. I'll find the post of the day, as well as we'll have a talkative Tuesday since I'm going to be gone most of the week. You know I love calls. Today's callers want to thank all of you. Uh, some really good calls uh, about the Texas shooting, all the way down to local Republican Party. 
uh, thoughts, uh, Johnny kind of defending the left and talking about, uh, you know, the differences between the parties as he observes them. Um, Dan countering that, but also a shout out to D-Day and the remembrance there of the greatest generation. And uh, yeah, I look forward to it tomorrow. One of the things we'll talk about is uh, kind of the war in the media. Different movies going out. You know, what is a woman? 2,000 mules. 1,499.3 KLIN.